Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord for yet another Sunday morning. We thank God because God has been so faithful to you and your family. Thank God for that last week's message. Grace for great impact. I believe you are blessed in the name of Jesus. And today I believe that wherever you are hearing the sound of my voice, in America, in UK, in Ireland, in South Africa, may the Lord bless you and keep you in the name of Jesus. And the word of God will come alive in your spirit this morning in the name of Jesus. This morning, I'll be sharing with you what I titled Transformed by Trouble. In Psalm 34, verse 19 to 20, the Bible says, Many, many, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but he will deliver him from them all. He will keep his bone, and none of his bones shall be broken, none of his bones shall be missing. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17, Paul also says something similar. He said, For this slight momentary, so every affliction will go through their momentary, their slight momentary affliction is preparing us. So every affliction is preparing you and I for an eternal weight of glory beyond comparison. Listen to me. It is the fire of suffering that brings forth the gold of godliness. God has a purpose behind every problem. God uses our problem, uses our circumstances to develop our character. You want to have a godly character? God uses every circumstances to develop that good character. God uses character to make us like Jesus than our than reaching, than reading the Bible himself. He uses our circumstances to make us like Jesus. Reason because we face circumstances every 24 hours in a day. I don't know about you. Life is a series of problems. Every time you solve one, another is waiting to take its place. Though not all of them are big, but all are significant in God's growth process for our life. Not all of them are, not all of them are, are, are but they are all in package. Like the scripture said, for this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight. I don't know how many of you are expectant of this eternal weight but you have to go through the process it takes us through the process in John 16 verse 33 b Jesus warned us that we will have problem trouble he will say we are going to have problem and troubles but we should take art that I have overcome the world hallelujah first Peter chapter 4 verse 12 in NIV translation they say do not be surprised at the troubles or painful trials I had as though Sometimes strange were happening to you. Listen to me, verse 13. He said, But rejoice that you participate in the suffering of Christ. I love this scripture. But rejoice that you participate in the suffering of Christ. What am I trying to say to you this morning? God uses problem to draw us closer to Himself. In Psalm 34, verse 18, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescued those who are crushed. In spirit, our most profound and intimate experiences of worship will likely be in your darkest days when your heart is broken, when you when you feel abandoned, when you are out of option, when the pain is great and you turn to God alone. That is what happened to you. Your most profound, intimate experience with God and your worship is those darkest hour when everything look 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 uncertain. It is doing it is doing such hour, it is doing such suffering that we learn to pray our most authentic, heartfelt, honest prayer to God. 
in those darkest hours where we pray most, uh, most, most of our most of our most of our sincere prayer, our fair prayer, when we are in pain, we don't have energy for superficial prayers because we are in pain. People know Jesus more in trouble. People know Christ more in trouble. Go and check many people that run to Jesus sometimes. They run to him because of trouble. Maybe they can't have their bills to be paid. They run to Jesus. Maybe they, they have been waiting for the foot of the work. They run to Jesus. Maybe they, they are going through one challenges. They run to Jesus. People run to Jesus when they go through trouble. Because they know that a name has been given to him that is above every other name. That in the name of Jesus, every name must bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. They know that he's our savior. They know he's our deliverer. They know that he can do all things. He said, with men it is impossible, but with me all things are possible. They know that he has an answer to every question of their heart. What am I trying to say this morning? God could have kept Joseph out of jail. God would have kept Daniel out of the out of, out of, out of the lion's den. God would have kept Daniel. Je, je, I mean, Jeremiah being tossed into the sleeping into the sleeping into into the, the slimy the slimy pit. God would have kept Paul from being shipwrecked three times. God would have kept the three Hebrews men from being thrown into the blessed furnace, but he did not. He did not. He didn't. He allowed those problems happen, and every one of those persons was drawn closer to God as a result. What am I trying to say this morning? Problem forces us to look to God and depend on Him instead of ourselves, instead of our brother, instead of our sister. Listen, the best of man is dead, man. The highest a man will do to you is to produce a, a man of himself to you. The highest a man will do to you is to prove to you that he's still a man. You can't put your hope in a man. You can't run to a man when you go through trouble because this a man that you run to is also in trouble. Why do you run to a man that is also in trouble? Why can't you look up to him who is never in trouble? Jesus is never in trouble. God is never in trouble. The God we serve has never been in trouble for one second. Don't run to a man because they have no solution to your answer. Don't run to your pastor because it's like the, the name that's given to, to uh, the name that's given to him, that's given to Jesus, is not given to any other man. That name was given to him singularly. There's a name given to him that's above every other name, and that's why you have to run to Jesus because he can solve all the problems. He can settle all your challenges. He can take away all your limitations if you can always trust in Him. All that you need to do is just to trust in Him. Just to believe in Him. So, what am I trying to say this morning? He allowed those problems to happen so that we can draw closer to Him. Problem forces us to look to God. In Romans chapter 8 verse 28, we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love and God, I don't do love God and called according to his purpose. Every problem is a character building opportunity. Every time you go through one challenges, every time you go through trouble, every time you go through problems, it's a character building opportunity. And the more difficult it is, the greater the potential for the building, spiritual muscle and moral fiber you become. 
in Romans chapter 5, verse 3 to 4, Paul says something very unique. He said, we, 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 we rejoice in our suffering because we know that suffering produces patience. Listen to me. Patience produces character and character produces hope. Character produces hope. Any hope you want to have in God, it is only gotten through character. Amen. Amen. What happened outwardly in your in your life is not as important as what happened inside you. What happened outwardly in your life is not as important what happened inside of you. Your circumstances are temporary, but your character will last forever. I love what Bible says in First Timothy, in First Peter chapter five verse ten. He said, "After you have suffered for a while." After you are suffering, right, all that you need to do is just to relax. Because at the end of the day, you'll be strengthened. You'll be perfected. You'll be established. And listen to me for this final one. You'll be settled. I don't know who I'm talking to right now. I don't know how many years you have been in that situation. Listen, God is building you. Don't give up. Don't lose hope. Don't, 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 don't break down. Don't be depressed. See it as an opportunity that God is building something unique out of you. Amen. 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 Your character will last forever. Since God intends to make us like Jesus, He will take us through the same experience Jesus went through, like loneliness, like stress, temptation, rejection. People will reject you. You'll be criticized. And all of this will surely happen. In Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8b, He learned obedience from what He suffered and was made perfect. Jesus learned obedience from what he suffered and he was made perfect through suffering what a word. Troubles or circumstances should make you better not to bitter. Don't get bitter when you go through challenges. Don't get bitter when you go through troubles. Don't get bitter. You see what the Bible says? Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many are the afflictions. Don't get bitter with yourself. Don't get bitter with God. Don't get bitter with your pastor. Don't get bitter with your brother. Don't get bitter with your sister. Don't get bitter with your roommates. Don't get bitter. Don't look at anybody that see they are the trouble of your life. All these things are packaged. All these are part of the package to bring the best thing out of you. They are part of the package. What Joseph went through was part of the package. What Daniel went through was part of the package. What Jeremiah went through was part of the package. What Paul went through was part of the package. What the three Hebrews went through was part of the package. What Ruth went through was part of the package. What Naomi went through was part of the package. What what David went through was part of the package. Listen, what you are going through right now, listen to me, is part of the package. So why are you bitter? You don't have to be bitter. All that you need to do is to see that it's an opportunity to become better. Hallelujah. I thought somebody would scream. So you must respond well to it when it comes. So as I close this morning, how do you now respond to trouble? Remember that God, number one, is remember that God has a plan for you. Jeremiah 29 11. For I know the thought I turn towards you, the thought of peace and not evil, to give you hope that you ever desire. If you look at the world, you will be distressed. If you look within, you will be depressed. But if you look at Christ, you will be at rest. Let me say it again. If you look at the world, the society, the economy, you will be distressed. If you look 
within, you will be depressed. But if you look at Christ, you will be at rest. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Your focus will determine your feelings. Focus on the end result and reward rather than focusing on the pain that is temporary. That is temporary. All of these things we are talking about, they are just temporary. Hallelujah. They are only temporary. In that Romans chapter 4 verse 17, I love it. Let's read it again. Hallelujah. Verse 17, it says, For our light momentary affliction, this light distress of the passing hour is ever more and more abundantly preparing and producing and achieving us an everlasting weight of glory beyond all measure, excessively surpassing all comparison and all calculation, a vast and transcendent glory and blessedness never to cease. This is Amplified Version. They are package for your glory. They are package for your glory. Amen. They are package for your glory. If you read, if you read Romans chapter, Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Let's quickly look at it. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 17 to 18. Very interesting scripture there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says, and if we are children, then we are heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ sharing his inheritance with him. Only we must share his suffering if we have to share his glory. If you have to share his glory you have to share his suffering. Amen. How can you share somebody's glory without sharing his suffering? You have to share in his suffering. Paul told us you have to share in his suffering for you to share it in glory. In verse 18, but what of that? For I consider that the suffering of his present time, this present life, are not worthy being compared with the glory that is about to be revealed to us in us and for us. Listen to me. The, the glory that is coming is not compared, cannot be compared, that cannot be compared are not what be compared with the glory. What you are going through with him, the suffering we went through, the suffering we are going through in the present time cannot be compared with the glory that is about to be revealed to us, number one, in us, number two, for us, number three, and conferred on us, number four. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so excited. So you have to remember that God has a good plan for you. Number two, refuse to give up. Refuse to give up. James chapter 1, 3 to 14. Because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Verse 4, perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature. So all these challenges you go through is to mature you and complete, not in lacking anything. Number one is for maturity. Number two is for completion. You have to be complete because listen, listen, I said the fire must be for the for the goal to be pure. The fire must be intense. The fire must be highly intensive, high, highly intense, highly. It must go through high, 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 high level. The fire must be must be intense. If you the glow, if the if the gold must be pure, the fire must be intense. These are the problem of the world today. Everybody just wants quit fish, indomie life, indomie destiny, three minutes cook destiny. Nobody wants to go through the process. Everyone to become a product immediately. Refuse to give up. Character building is slow process. It's not something you get overnight. 
You don't get character building over then. You have to go through the process. If you are facing trouble right now, don't ask why me. Most of the problem we go through is why me, God? Why do I? Why bother me? Why if it's not you? Is it me that it will happen to? I am going through my own. Why me? Instead of asking why you, what do you want me to learn? God, what do you want to learn in this? Don't give up. What you should do is to grow up. And the last but not the least, rejoice and give thanks. First Thessalonians 5.18 Give thanks in all circumstances for, it, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. God tell us to to, to give thanks in all circumstances, not for some circumstances, in all circumstances. God does not expect you to be thankful for evil. Listen to me. He does not want to be thankful for evil. God is not saying you should be thankful for sin or for suffering or for their painful consequences in this world. Instead, God wants you to be thankful, to, be, to thank Him that He will use your problem to fulfill His purpose. Listen to me. God did not say you should be thankful for evil, for sin, for suffering, or for their painful consequences in this world. Instead, God wants you to thank Him. Bible says, give thanks in all circumstances. Give thanks to Him so that He can use your problems to fulfill His purpose. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord always. And I say again, rejoice. God did not say rejoice over your pain. He never said rejoice over your pain, but he said rejoice in the Lord. Not rejoice over your challenges, but rejoice in the Lord. Just as God's love, power, rejoice in the Lord. God's love, rejoice in it. God's power, rejoice in it. God's wisdom, rejoice in it. Care, faithfulness, and knowing fully well that God is going through the pain with us. God is going through the pain with us. He knows that you are in that situation. He knows that you are in that circumstances. Listen, you may think that God is very far from you. He's not far from you. He's always there with you. He will keep you. He will protect you. He will shield you. I love this, this word of God as I close. God will keep you. He will protect you. He knows what you are going through. You don't have to complain. Just all you need to do just to depend on Him, trust in Him, and believe in Him that He will surely keep bring you out. I love this scripture. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Hide not your face from me in days when I am in distress. Incline your ears to me in the dark when I call. Answer me speedily. I for somebody as I close today, may the Lord will answer you speedily. In the name of Jesus, no matter what you go through, you are coming out better. You are coming out stronger in the name of Jesus. That brother, you are coming out like a gold, a pure gold in the name of Jesus. The product will be sweet, will be beautiful in the name of Jesus. Great is coming your way. Might is coming your way. Strength is coming your way. Establishment is coming your way. I can see settlement your way, brother. That sister, that uncle, that pastor, I can see settlement your way. If you believe it, say the loudest amen in the name of Jesus. I see you breaking forth on every side. I see a new beginning in your life in the name of Jesus. I see you breaking, breaking, breaking grounds. They say you will not be able to break. I see you crossing lines. They say you will not be able to cross in the name of Jesus. You are coming out of that pain. That pain will turn to your gain. That mess will turn to your message in the name of Jesus. Strength is coming out of your weakness. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It is done. I am still your host. Please share this message if you are blessed. God bless you. Until I come your way next to Sunday. I am still your host, Reverend Mwiwa Adjo. God bless you. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah.